Shaper with the hard truth. Uh, we are here again this week, uh, powered by Six Hour, Never Settle. Uh, I had a choice of what I carried in combat. I always carry the best, and that is Six Hour, and I never have one not too far away from me. It's always within arm's reach, as always. We are on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, also available on the America Out Loud Podcast Network. Check us out, Project Sentinel, projectsentinel.net, and London Center, uh, LondonCenter.org. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Rumble, et cetera, et cetera. And today we're joined by my friend, Wayne Allen Root. Wayne is an entrepreneur, a successful businessman. He's done a number of, of great things, uh, had his own programs, Wayne Allen, the, the Wayne Allen Root uh, program, Ron Unfiltered on USA, uh, yada, yada, yada. He's been a, an amazing American, does great things. I'm proud to call him a friend. Uh, I spent a lot of time uh, joining him on his his program, which I always appreciate his is uh, tolerating my uh, uh, often uh, direct point of view, which I don't uh, tend to hold back. I think he's the same way. Uh, uh, Wayne, welcome to The Hard Truth. I love the way you introduced me, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in my bio. It could take you 10 minutes just to introduce we'll me. Link, so we'll link I'm it to the show. i it to yada, yada, yada. It's good. Yeah. So I, uh, we're here I to I do talk- want to say one thing. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. Instead of yada, 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 I've got TV shows, I've got podcasts, I've got radio right. shows, I've got my nationally syndicated newspaper column, I've got 16 books, including my new one, which we'll talk about here. Right. To make it simple, just go to rootforamerica.com and you find out about all of them, and you go straight to my radio shows, straight to my TV shows, straight to my library of, of past TV shows and past radio shows. You link to all of it at root for america.com all my commentaries all my books all my newspaper columns all my podcasts root for america.com simple we'll we'll make sure and link that and so as as wayne was just saying we're here to talk about the great patriot boycott the the book uh, the great conservative companies to buy from and invest in and man oh man could could there could not be a more timely uh (laughs) thing for this book to come out i mean Wayne, I, I just am fascinated by, first off, n- nobody seems to be bothered by Biden tanking the economy. I mean, uh, you and I have talked about on your show, uh, the people who are most affected are the disadvantaged, the poor, who are the biggest constituents of the left. It's like, how do you all not see that they're screwing you over and allowing all these bad things to happen, but they keep buying uh, things well, and they keep you know, voting for them? I just don't understand. You know what? I kind of agree with you, but I kind of disagree. Let me okay. explain. You're, you're right. But you can't really screw over the poor who vote Democrat because they all get welfare and food stamps and the government checks never stop coming. So you're screwing them over with inflation because that's hurting everybody. And certainly if you're on the lower end of the economic scale, inflation has got to hurt you more than any other group. So from that standpoint, you're 100 percent right. But in general, government employees and people on the lower end of the scale who, uh, who get government checks are always protected. Government will always send the checks and they always send a cost of living increases. And so the people that really get hurt are the middle class and the upper middle class. The rich never get hurt. Poor never get hurt. The rich and the middle class who aren't on welfare, aren't on food stamps, aren't on government programs are getting killed. They're getting destroyed. Well, they vote almost 100% Republican. You find me a middle class person, a small business owner, an employee of a small business, they're almost all Republicans, right? and that's who they're killing. So that's why he doesn't care. They're killing off the middle class, and they hate the middle class, Democrats do. Democrats are really not the right term. Socialists, Marxists, communists that disguise themselves as Democrats 
hate the middle class. Their whole goal is to eliminate the middle class. And this is how they're doing it. So let's talk about uh, how to fight it, which is to start with buying your book, The Great yes. Patriotic Bicot. So tell us about the book and what motivated you to write it and what we're going to yeah. learn from it. I just happen to have a copy here. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> the Great Patriot Bicot book. You can't miss, you know, the colorful red, white and blue and the and the beautiful yellow starburst. It's the Great Patriot Bicot book, the great conservative companies to buy from and invest in. And then I love the subtitle, The Winning Game Plan to Fund Conservative, Patriotic, and Christian Companies and Defund Woke Companies on the Left. So look, my theory, which seems to be working, here's my last book. It was two years ago. Great Patriot Boycott book. Last one was the boycott. This one's the boycott. Right. So I suggested that we have to boycott the left. And I wrote this two years ago, and it came out a year and a half ago. And a friend of mine on Wall Street, Tony, just did the research and the analysis. The 116 companies I listed in this book that we should be boycotting and starving and bringing them to their knees and punishing them have lost a combined total of over $1 trillion since wow. my book came out. Wow. So obviously we did a good job. Yeah. I targeted Disney, Target, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, 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 Victoria's Secret, just to name a few. All of them are dying and they're firing their CEOs and they're in free fall on the stock exchange. So they've lost where it hurts their pocketbook of the CEOs with their stock. So I, I think we've done a good job. Now the new one is the great Patriot boycott. Instead right. of boycotting the left, let's buy from the right. So I came up with all the great companies that are conservative, measured by a scale we've got uh, that measures seven key points, what determines whether you're conservative or not. But a big chunk of it is who invests, uh, who donates to conservative candidates and causes, obviously, as a company. So we've come up with 123 great companies. So if you buy from them, you know your money is not going to terrible, woke causes. And if you defund the left, then they're going to collapse. And I think this is the way to build a separate country without actually dividing our country and splitting up in a civil war. We just build a parallel conservative economy. And I think it can work. So I, I've, I'm always fascinated. I live in uh, a remote part of North Carolina uh, surrounding uh, my property or uh, actual farms, which produce food. I mean, peanuts right. uh, or uh, alfalfa, they produce any number of things, which are staples, which have to go and, and essentially uh, help feed blue cities. And I don't think, Wayne, the, the left fully comprehends how much they depend on the product, the, the productivity of conservatives, because most right. most places, once you get outside the cities, it's driven by businesses which are uh, instructed and actually react to well to freedom and being allowed to do its their job to build uh, to make crops and build things in factories. And I, I just think that it's important, as you're pointing out here, to find the companies which most readily. Uh, put forth and, and live by those values. So well, to that and, point, yeah. And ahead. it's not only the farms, and it's not only the manufacturers that are conservative, it's the truckers. Every trucker right. I ever meet is right. a raving conservative. And how do the goods get to market? Truckers. Right. And if they stopped, there'd be no goods and the cities would fall apart and collapse and the people would kill each other in, in civil war and strife and anarchy in the middle of the streets. So they don't realize that you know everything that they buy and eat is, is either manufactured by a conservative, 
farmed by a conservative, ranched by a conservative, sold in a bodega or a supermarket by the conservative that owns the small business right. and brought to the market by truckers who are conservative. So uh, your point is very well taken. And so far, we've never shown our power. I think what we just did with Bud Light is a good example of the power. And I hope we'll get during this interview, not only to Bud Light and the controversy, but how it ties in to what's happening to the national economy and how it ties in to what's happening around the world and the, the countries that are turning against us militarily and for the uh, against the dollar, our world reserve currency. I think it all relates to the Bud Light controversy. Do you want to know how I came to that crazy conclusion? Sure. I was going to ask about that next anyway. So please go ahead. Sure. So first of all, so it, it, obviously I think most people watching know, but maybe not everybody, that Bud Light had one female executive from Harvard, what a shocker, who was clueless and woke. And without consulting with the bosses, she hired one transgender uh, influencer. I hate that term, influencer. I'm not sure you know, why someone gains that title of influencer, but uh, one transgender woman who became a man and who looks like uh, just a, you know, a ballet dancing fairy. Uh, it's the strangest thing I've ever seen. And, and this person is just weird and strange and dysfunctional, as I believe. I'm not anti-gay, never have been uh, yeah, ever in my down. life. I want to break that But I'm anti-transgender. That's a whole different story. Don't tell me the transgender is normal. <laughs> Don't tell me that it isn't mental illness. Don't tell me it isn't horrible dysfunction. Don't let children make decisions to change their gender when they're in, you know, uh, an age under the age of 18, let alone right. kindergarten, uh, they're ruining their lives. And this is a sickness in our country and a moral uh, defect that's destroying our country to allow this and to accelerate this and to celebrate this and put it at the top of America. Oh my right. God, transgender is the greatest thing. What did Biden say last week? Transgender, transgenderism or transgenders, he said are the heart and soul of America. What? So I believe, number one, this has destroyed the economy. First of all, look at, what, look at the reaction of the beer drinkers. They stopped cold turkey, no more Bud Light. They're destroying the company. As of this morning, $6 billion in market cap has been lost with Budweiser owned by Anheuser-Busch. Yeah. $6 billion. So I think we've proven our power. When we want to, we can all get together. We can change the world. Conservatives do most of the consumer spending because we're the middle class. We right. buy everything. Poor people on welfare can't match our spending. So Republicans do most of the spending in this country and conservatives and Christians. And, and that's the point of my two books, The Great Patriot Protest and Boycott Book and The Great Patriot Boycott Book. Uh, the other one was the number one bestseller. This one's been out two weeks, a number one bestseller. Yeah. And people get it. We've got to show our power and use our power. And so we did it with Budweiser. But I, I believe the economy is going under, Tony. Because look at Silicon Valley Bank, look at Budweiser. These are all companies whose eyes are no longer on the bottom line. They're on transgender issues. They're on flying LGBTQ rainbow flags. They're on LBGTQ protests and, and marathons and parties and events. Nobody's worrying about making money anymore. They're worried about what's politically correct and woke. They're worried about climate change and gay rights and transgenders and critical race theory. And they're only hiring people based on being black and gay, not on whether they're talented. And it's bringing down all the companies and it's bringing down the American economy. So that's number one. Number two, why, are we, why is the dollar being delegitimized around the world? Why have all the BRICs, uh, Brazil and Russia and China and India and Pakistan joined in? Uh, they're all now uh, not using the dollar 
to uh, close deals and sales of, of products and natural resources and right. oil. Why? And France just announced if China attacks Taiwan, Macron said he's not going to fight on America's side. Right. Let him have Taiwan. And he said the rest of Europe, he believes, will we'll stand with him. We're not going to stand with America anymore. Why is everybody going against America? Well, number one, we have the weakest president in the world, and they all see that Biden is a brain-dead uh, zombie puppet with dementia. So they're laughing at us. They can step on us. They can run us over. Everyone's laughing at the United States, and no one cares about us anymore. Right. Number two, they see that Biden is owned by China. So if Biden's owned by China, why would you side with the United States over China? China's going to win because right. either you're with China or you're with America, and America is with China because we're run by China now. China right. controls the whole Democrat Party and the whole Biden administration. So they're saying, I might as well side with China. And China's the smart one. They're going to win. And number three, I believe around the world that it doesn't matter what I believe. It matters what they believe. I exactly. think most of our leaders are macho, testosterone-driven, Putin and Xi. They want to kill everyone who's against them. They laugh at the idea of transgenders. They right. think our country's become a joke, that our military embraces transgenders and flies rainbow flags, and that embassies around the world of the United States fly rainbow flags. And they think we're a laughing stock of the world now, and they think they can run over us and kill us and destroy the moral uh, creep and the moral decay that America is trying to spread to the world. That's how they think. I'm not going to say whether I agree or disagree. I'm just going to say that the rest of the world, the leaders do not like transgenders and think that's right. the heart and soul of the world. And they well, want to they, they want to move against us now because we have become a morally decayed nation. Right. Now, I want to get I want to expand that thought. Let's I want to go back and build a bridge to bring all this in so, so the audience could be educated on how we know all this. First, let's go back to Bud. And Dylan Mac Mulva Mulvaney, I guess that's his Correct. name. Correct, Mulvaney, yeah. So um, one of the things I find most distasteful, and I'm like you, it's like, you know, you go sleep with whoever you want. I just don't care about that, never right. have. Don't but care. the problem is this. This is not only a war where you see children being seduced and brought into this. I mean, I think, they've Wayne, the, the stat was 0.5% of the population identified as, as uh, transgender uh, 10 years ago. Now it's 1.5%. I think it's promoted by the left. I think this right. is part of the right you're talking about. But one of the things that I don't see people pushing back on, at least half the population which needs to do it, are the women. This is a war on women as clear right. as anything else. And the idea here is that Dylan McVaney not only is going to bud, he's he's like pr promoting women's products. What right. in the heck is going on? How, right. You got transgender men. Yeah. You know, I, I used to make a joke that I'm a great salesman. I made a lot of money in my life because I'm a great salesman. I could sell tampons in a men's room. I used to tell that joke for years and everyone would laugh, right? In every boardroom, they'd laugh. In every audience I spoke to as a speaker, they'd laugh. It made the point what a great salesman I am because you could sell tampons to men in a men's room. Well, guess what? Now you do sell yeah. tampons in a men's room. This is insane. Yeah. I was making a joke because nobody, no man would ever buy a tampon. Why would they? Now men buy tampons in men's rooms because they think they're women. It's bizarre. Right. It's so, so bizarre. And, and real men like you and I, real men are looking at this and going, you're destroying our country. Right. We are a joke. You, you know, you can be gay. You could be transgender. Do whatever you want in your own bedroom. But don't make the whole country built around gay right. or especially transgender because gay is not a mental illness. No, Let me it's say not. that out loud. Gay, you're so, born gay or not. But transgender, in my opinion, is a defunctional 
dysfunction and a mental illness and a defect. There's something wrong with right. you. And but it's Wayne, destroying our country. That's the point I want to make our, clear to our audience here is the fact that this is the transition of, of cultural Marxism from the culture to the economy. They, they are now moving wholesale right. the very damaging concepts that have, that have basically made people damage their health, damage the family. Now they're moving it into the economy. And now right. it's going to be that wedge like, you know, the whole thing with Bud, but now, and now the, you know, women be re- being represented by men. If I were a woman, I'd be mad as heck that some right. guy is, is uh, trying to tell me as a woman that, that uh, women can only uh, exist because of men dominating their industry. I mean, h- how do people not see that as an issue? And I don't understand how, how come more women aren't standing up and saying enough's enough. Tony, look at, look at the black race, right? I grew up the only white kid in an all-Italian neighborhood surrounded by an all-black town. And I was the lucky guy who went to an all-black middle school, all-black high school, and was tortured and was beaten up and was attacked and was twice almost murdered and was robbed every day of either my lunch money or on the way home. And it was a lot of racism and it wasn't coming from white against black. It was coming from black against white. And nobody ever talks about that in America, how much racism there is of black against white. Isn't racism wrong on both sides? It is. So, you know, it's just amazing to me. But the point I was trying to make was, I believe all the crime in the black community and all the problems in the black community are caused by liberals who encouraged women to raise children without men and to right. not get married. Yeah. So you have all these single family households. So they managed to do that and to con the black community to both abandon fathers and raise children in single woman households and also to vote Democrat, even though they're the ones that convince you to do the thing that destroyed your community. Right. So don't put it by them and don't underestimate them, Tony, that they will convince women that it's okay that men change to women and beat you in all your sports events, take away all your awards and take away all your scholarships. Will some women be angry? Yes. But will a lot of women just accept it because they're liberal and feminist and abortions, the only issue that matters in their entire life? Yes. Those women will go along with this the same way so many people that I knew growing up who were liberal were against vaccines. Right. Every vitamin store I ever went into as a kid, I've been into vitamins my whole life. You walk in a vitamin store, Tony, in New York, where I was raised, they were all Birkenstock liberals with long hair and earring and, and, and Birkenstock or, or wearing no shoes at all. And they, and all they smell like believe, patchouli. And they all believed that vaccines were dangerous and deadly. Right. And they all believe vaccines caused autism. And now you flip forward 30 years later, all the liberals believe the vaccine is a god. They right. believe in the religion of vaccinology. Instead of going to AA meetings, they go to vaccine anonymous meetings. Their whole life is the needle. They love right. the vaccine. They want the fourth one, the fifth one, the sixth one, and the tenth one. And Crazy. they don't even notice that everyone around them is dropping dead suddenly. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. This is all brainwashing. It's like CIA psychosis. Right. They con the world. So never put it by that they're going to win on all this stuff because so many people are sheep and low level of information and they get brainwashed very right. easily. And so for the record, Wayne and I are not vaxxed, just saying, and I don't think... For the uh, record, yes. For the record, yeah. So I've, we've avoided that, uh, the, the needles, as you said. But, but hey, Tony, yeah. now that I'm reading, again, I don't know that this is true, but I'm assuming it's true. I've seen 10 articles in the last 10 days that say they're about to start a vaccination of the COVID mRNA into cattle, yes. chickens, and vegetables. 
So, so that, we're, we're yeah. all going to be filled with the vaccine, even if we're unvaccinated. So the Chinese apparently are working to make sure that pork and other meat products, which are exported from China to here, are going to be uh, full, of, full of mRNA, which is very oh. dangerous and something people need to wake up to. And I, I want to get back to China in a second, but let's continue this this progress of, of laying out the path to China, which next is, uh, you mentioned Disney and other businesses, which essentially have been uh, become... The, the mouthpiece for peace for, for woke. And by the way, Disney will bend the knee. They will either include or, or remove content for movies that they're making based on what China wants. If that's not an right. indicator of who's in charge, then I don't know what is. Well, but, although funny enough, Apple announced today they're moving most of their operations to India. Apple is having a separation from China. I don't know why. Well, that's interesting. Apple is obviously very liberal and run by a very right. woke liberal CEO, but they're, they're having a war with China and they're moving quickly to India. So that's kind of an interesting development. I'm hoping more and more companies will make that same decision, by the way. Right. But this is what I want to talk about regarding China, because right now China is dominating everything. The other area that China is dominating, which, again, I don't understand how people understand. I've got a degree in environmental studies. The whole green energy thing is a complete scam. There, there, yeah. there is no such thing as global warming. Right. You need to, anybody who does this. And boy, we, we should do a whole show just on, on green energy and, and what a fraud it is. And I'd like to have you come back and talk about that. But suffice it to say that uh, unless you understand geologic time, you don't understand climate. Uh, you're not going to get climate from looking at the nonsensical NOAA stats and how they've cooked the books for the last hundred years. You get, you get nothing out of that. Tony, all, all you need to know is here in Vegas, where I live, you know, you, you, we're always setting records. It's either the right. coldest day or the hottest day, right? Climate's always changed. And, th and that's the truth. Climate's always changed. Got nothing to do with humans. Long before humans walked the right. earth, climate changed. But it's just interesting. Nobody ever mentions this. I'm the only one ever here saying it. Uh, on a day where they go, it's the hottest day in history today. Uh, it just beat the old record set in 1922. So was there global warming in 1922? And then they go, it's the coldest day since 1947. Was there climate change in 1947? It's How come all... then when the record was set, it wasn't because of man? Only right. now it's because of man. It's ludicrous. So, but that's where we, I, I want to get with this. So that all we would be doing if we go to this green energy, they want to have, I think, one third of all cars on the road and requiring all cars be one third electric and then any car sold by 2030, two thirds have to be electric. Total insanity. Uh, Wayne, you and I both know they don't even have the lithium resources available to create that. But the biggest resources on the planet, China, PRC. It's, it's, it's so everything. And that Tony, not just lithium. How about just the electricity power? Oh, no, no. I, 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 California, what, do you know right. one, less than 1% drive electric cars, even in California? And, you know, during the hottest summer days, they tell everyone, don't charge up your electric right. car. Can you imagine if everyone had an electric car? You can't support 1%. So when everyone's got an electric car, you will absolutely have the blacked out state. No one will have any electricity right. to use for anything. It's insane. insane. So that's my point. So everything that the administration is doing or, or, or corporate industry is now doing is benefiting China in some form. Right. And what we've seen now on top of all these other things you and I are speaking about regarding uh, the benefit that we give the Chinese regarding giving them our business, uh, buying and selling things that they they manufacture. Uh, now we're to the point of where not only is our money not going to be good enough to buy things, they're trying to devalue and remove our currency as the fiat currency of the world. And uh, right. this has been a concerted effort between he and Ru by, by the way, when they did the sanctions with Russia, it's like, 
Russia just kind of rolled their eyes and said, yeah, we, we've already got a deal worked out with China because China, like us, wants to devalue the United the U.S. dollar. And I would argue, Wayne, the, Bi the, the, the Biden administration knew this would happen. They let it happen anyway. And they're all for it because we need to be taken down a couple of pegs. And that's why I think that they I are would argue a lot stronger. It's not that they let it happen. They want it to happen. Right. Not only is Biden owned by China and, and not just the Biden crime family, but I believe the Clinton crime family, the Obama crime family, the John Kerry crime family, all of the Pelosi crime family, all the big families of the Democrat Party that control our world, the Feinstein, you know, Diane Feinstein, excuse me, Feinstein crime family. Right. They're all billionaires and everybody in their family is part of the government trowel. They all have government contracts and deals in China. And Mitch McConnell with his family, with the shipping deals in China, they're all bought off by China. So they, they're not allowing it. They're going for it. They want our economy to number two to China. They want us to be defeated by China. They are owned by China. It's a terrible situation that all the politicians. I've said for years now, the, the two things you could do to save America, number one is voter ID. You know, we're the only country in the world that doesn't have voter ID. Right. So we don't have any idea who's voting. And we have no idea when you see a ballot, millions of mail-in ballots, you can't prove it's a real person. So number one, you could save America with voter ID. We de Democrats would never win many elections ever again. Right. No, I get that. Fight it. We should and talk about two, that another show. Right. I agree with and you. And number two is lie detector tests. Everybody who runs for office and everybody who's in office should be forced to take a public lie detector test asking a few simple questions. Who owns you? Yeah. you? Are you owned by China? Are you owned by Russia? Are, do you have an offshore bank account? with money from foreign countries and foreign corporations? Are you owned by Big Pharma? Are you for the vaccine simply because you have stock in, in Pfizer and Moderna? Those are the questions that need to be asked. And then you would see, uh, you know, follow the money. You right. know who every politician is beholden to and you could kick them out of office. Right. We need lie detector tests and voter ID to save America. So, Wayne, I, I'd like to continue. I wish we could go on and talk about all this all day. And I want to come have you come back on our show at some point. But we got to wrap it up for now. So uh, speaking of what you can do to have yes. a positive impact, go out, uh, run out. Run uh, with your hair on fire, if necessary, to go out and buy Wayne's book, The Great Patriotic Boycott Book. The Great Patriot Boycott Book. The Great that's Patriot right. That's right. The big Boycott uh, Book. And it's it's literally the way to defund the left and to fund the great conservative companies, only buy from great conservative companies and only invest in your retirement account in great conservative companies and get out of your retirement account what? all right. the bad lefty companies. You don't want to own stock in them anymore. The Great Patriot Boycott Book builds a parallel conservative economy so we can get away from these crazy liberal communist suicide bombers. So thanks, Wayne, for joining us today. I want to have you come back and talk more about this, especially regarding the the the, the completely fraudulent uh, green economy that they're doing. So thanks for being here today. Thanks, Tony. Uh, th thanks for joining us on The Hard Truth. And we'll be back right after this break. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. 
air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% percent off your first order risk-free love it or your money back guaranteed healthycell.com code out loud if you're like me you'd like life to return to some kind of normal you're burned out on all the fear-mongering but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick you've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, povidone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code out loud and get 20% off. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. With the hard truth of Tony Schaefer, powered by Six Hour, never settle. I don't. You shouldn't. I always carried uh, the best in combat. That uh, gave me the option of what I could carry, and the carrying was always Six Hour. I always have a SIG within arm's length, length, uh, length, 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 whatever. Uh, Robert Baby Buggy Bumpers. Here we are again. So let's keep rolling. Uh, we are now joined by the the vivacious and effervescent uh, Elizabeth Breckenkamp. Uh, it looks like a different location from last time, but it's still nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the uh, the uh, masterful and always on top of things, Chris Cordani, running the show, executive producer. Well, ho. And then uh, from <laughs> uh, always a ray of sunshine, because she's in the land of sunshine, Tanya Miller from Hawaii. So Yay. we're all here together. And we're continuing discussion of Wayne Allen Root and his book, The Root, The Root, The Root, as, Root, as, as he would say. Uh, talking mm-hmm. about the, the great boycott and what we need to do with the, the economy. So, um, and by the way, we did notice, and, and Elizabeth brought it up, there's no audio book, right? Elizabeth, I didn't see one. Yeah. But maybe if I ask for a nice, he could make one. <laughs> maybe he could. And I, and, I, and I didn't see that there's a scratch and sniff section either. So you can't like go scratch and sniff mm. to see if, if, if things right. smelled a certain way or not either. Yeah. So that's a disappointment okay. for me. I always like scratch and sniff. Books. You like those. Especially, yeah, since I was a kid, you know, you always like to have that, you know, scratch. It smells like a puppy dog, you know, things like that. You just don't have those anymore. So Cotton candy. Yeah. Cotton candy. That's right. So speaking of cotton candy, let's jump in with Chris. Chris, what did you think about... Uh, the issues relating to what's going on with Dylan 
What's is it Dylan? What's the last Mulvaney. name? Dylan Mulvaney. Mulvaney. I, I know Mulvaney. people want to say Dylan McDermott because, it because just comes, it's the first thing that comes to your head. Dylan Mulvaney. That's the, yeah. It's oh look, people even in the let's say farther left community, a lot of them think he's kind of whatever it is is kind of a fraud anyway. Yeah. This is a person mm-hmm. who got on, tried to. I guess he was putting. From what I'm understanding from other shows, I don't really follow him, but other other shows which whose hosts followed him or at least know more about him than I do, they're saying he put little things like puppies, this and that. And all of a sudden, he found out being bina- uh, non-binary was was hip and cool and got him a lot of views, so he figured yeah. he'd be a transgender. So, well, the, no, I, that's why I brought up Cotton Candy, because it's not just about transgender. It's about looking and acting like a little girl. Uh, there's this mm-hmm. really, uh, I don't even know what words to use, horrific uh, uh, cringe. I don't know. Disturbing. Disturbing. Where he actually is like a little girl. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, Tanya, I look. I've known a lot of folks who do a lot of weird things, and I have no problem with it. But that to me is dangerous because it's not. It's not only the idea that this person is wacko. To me, they're, he's trying to market to kids. Do you do you agree with me on that or not? I mean, the whole doll thing. Well, yeah. Like everything is, you know, the preteen caricature. Yeah is uh, quite insulting. And so are you uh, identifying as a preteen or are you identifying as a woman? Are you identifying as caricature? Because it does seem like it's grooming when, like I've mentioned before, all the makeup, all the extra color, all the exaggerated characteristics and behaviorisms are going to be, um, they're going to draw the attention of youth. Like youth are always looking at something that stands out. That's different. It's, it's one thing to try to go to adults and say, this is what you should do. I mean, look, there's drag, there's been drag Queens, drag shows forever. As far as back as I remember it just, to me, it's like, yeah, it's an adult function. But when you start getting into this marketing to children is how I look at it. The whole drag, drag queen story hour. I mean, do we just mm-hmm. like I, I, I'm like if we're going to do that, I'm all for fairness. So why don't we have stripper sh- uh, story hour where they basically I'll take that. take I'll, take I'll take, a, it. take a piece of yeah take a piece of clothing off with each chapter. I mean, to me, that's the fair thing to do. <laughs> As a former public school teacher, now high school, I'll just tell right. you that yeah. I have speakers coming to my classroom uh, pretty much every week or so. We would have somebody come in um, to speak about their different. A career option right. or what have you. And, um, you know, I, you know that you're going to have the conversation with your students. They're going to be talking about the topic either prior to or after the visitor. Well, if you're going to have a drag queen come, that's going to be quite confusing. So basically you are introducing the topic of sexuality. Exactly. The most exactly. confusing of sexuality that even adults can't even hardly figure out for themselves and struggle with thus the issue. So if we're saving kids and saving trans kids and whatever the profile pick is this day, it's it's very strange because it seems like you're kind of traumatizing them and luring them into a situation when really we could be handling this so much differently. So that's great. That's a great. But then, and this is interesting because the whole Bud Light thing, if you listen to the the vice president for marketing, there's a soundbite of her out talking about how she wanted to make the brand more inclusive. And it's like. <laughs> Bud Light. I mean, I don't. I have, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I haven't drank for um, 
for 31 years 30 almost. years 31 mm-hmm. years 31 in june in, in, a, in a couple months but my point being is that even when i did drink bud light was just not a good beer and i'll just yeah. leave it at that so yeah. no, i mean it's already out. bad it's a bad it, it tastes bad and now you add someone who's going to basically and what has happened destroy the brand it's like what were you thinking and it's <laughs> it's one of those things that again and she talked about wanting to make this uh, something more accessible to a younger generation, which oh. means to me, they're thinking. They're all I could, thinking, all I could hear was the vocal fry and up speak out of her. They're thinking basically. what their shareholders and what it's not even what their shareholders. They're thinking whatever the agenda is. It right. seems to be because these large corporations are all together. There, it's systematic. Something's happening beyond an individual business's decision because this isn't business smart. And we know it, and that's showing. So there, there. When you take all these corporations and they're under these larger umbrellas that belong multiple corporations under certain umbrellas, and then they have a mindset and they're hiring influential people in influential positions to do, do these little woke agenda uh, pitches. It's it's like forcing it down our throat systematically through right. every angle and you know across the globe here and so uh yeah something's going on and it's it's not because of business it is for an agenda that's how it looks but let's take it from a business perspective Mm -hmm. because there is a line there is a line where you can where one can push an agenda but try not to alienate most of their uh most of their clientele or most of their current clientele at the same time while still trying to bring in a new one this this vice president was trying to explain to us that the idea was to bring in a younger, hipper group to right. uh, to drink Bud Light. The problem is that's not who's ever going to drink Bud Light, uh, <laughs> and is is right. in fact wokeness hip. Where in fact a lot of young people make fun of wokeness. We we seem to paint every young person in the same brush, where they're all woke and everything else. You're still looking at a very loud, um, a very loud annoying minority that you find maybe <laughs> on Twitter because they're not busy working. They're not busy uh, taking well, care of their families. These the, the Bud Lights for people who just want to get drunk and, and go to the bar. It's not right. for people who are out worried about uh, what, what what's next, what, what the current thing is anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if you want to get drunk, um, there's better things to get drunk on than Bud Light just saying. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I, again, it's been a while, but that's well, the go-to I mean, beer. Just you know, slamming back. That was never. Yeah, it's usually the cheapest thing you can get in the drug in the uh, grocery store. I would rather drink red, white, and blue beer than Bud Light. Just saying. I mean, if if you're marketing kale wine coolers to somebody, maybe that approach with with Dylan, what's his name, would be would be the way to go because that's the target audience. You're not right. But that's the point, Chris. Is that by being so completely um, dense. That is the, the the woke folks. Out of touch. Six six billion dollar devaluation uh, is wow. like that's incredible. It's like that's just, that's literally destroyed a major brand, and I don't think they saw it coming. I mean, they were just so convinced of their own. Oh, we need to be inclusive. We need to adapt. They completely ignored. They did. They didn't read the room. They didn't listen to the audience. Yeah. In this kind of like, I would like to know. I would like to know if they even tried with focus groups. A lot of big marketing companies have the money to sit. Well, I, oh, I, yeah. I don't love focus groups either. I don't think they been, did. I come from the radio industry. I despise focus groups because you're bringing people in who aren't really 
doing anything yeah for a, like a, a long period of the day people aren't working and they're determining how your radio program gets radio, radio station gets programmed okay but in that's fact, a good point yeah. but in fact if you're a marketer you can afford the you know, these these focus groups to look at maybe a cross-section of who your target audience is in other ways i don't know if i, I don't know if these reports came out maybe this vice president of students says i i, I want to put my agenda forth and let's see what happens that's grounds for that's grounds for being that's that's grounds for getting fired. We'll see what we'll see what really happens after. This. I think yeah, I think the vice president for marketing is going to be gone before the end of the month. I mean, I just don't see how they sustain this. I don't think. I mean, and I think the brand's going to have to do something to basically just get back to basics. And I look, I get it that the group that currently buys Bud um, are an older demographic. Uh, I get it. And they're going to die off, not because of the beer. I'm not saying there's no correlation. There's no correlation. I'm not saying they're connected. I'm just saying people are getting old and, and, they, and they, do, they do. They will die off. And, and so I, I understand the basic concept of what they were trying to do. We need a, a we need to figure out a way to get uh, uh, to younger people who have no taste in what they drink uh, to be buying our product. That's it. That's it. Exactly. But they but they blew it. Right. Reaching right. a larger a larger audience, right? They, they, and they I don't think they saw that coming. They're going to lose six billion dollars. Um, yeah. They, they, they could have gotten they could have gotten another spokesperson. Uh, that the kids are watching today as a normal influencer, like the kid. What are the, who are the kids watching today? Uh, Clint Holmes or maybe Donny Osmond or somebody like that, or or, or Leaf Garrett. Donny Osmond. Uh, yeah, or or Leaf Garrett, somebody like that who could speak. Leaf for them. Garrett. Or oh, David Cassidy. Man. Like the kids are watching David Cassidy. If you started drinking Bud Light, they drink it. They picked Dylan of all people because, again, this trans thing has to be out front on every corporation. It's not just Bud Light. I mean, look at mm-hmm. look at all the different brands. They're testing this out. They're not testing it out. They're shoving it down our throat. What was that mm-hmm. uh, Amazon thing on the Lord of the Rings? What was that called? It was the uh, the Rings of Power. The Rings of Power. So they right. could have had like the the Hobbits all drinking Bud Light. That would have been a good idea, right? I mean, oh, of, that's funny. So well, they could all have, things you know, considered, that's in character. See, I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's if you're looking for rings and you're, and you're drunk, what better than to be drunk on than Bud Light if you're going to be drunk <laughs> looking for rings, right? Rings. So, so anyway, there's better ways they could have done it. That will, mm-hmm. I think we'll leave it at that. But beyond that, and this is why I wanted to bring up Rings of Power, because of so much of what's going on is now reflected in what Hollywood produces. Rings of Power, by all accounts, and, and by the way, we're all, for the audience to know, we're going to invite uh, Victor Victor uh, Doomcock, Victor, uh, uh, the to, to come and talk about all of his his antics and spying on mm-hmm. Disney and all this, because he's part of the Phantom Menace, which actually looks at all this. Because it's not only Bud, it's Disney. It's a, another half a dozen corporations, which essentially uh, have chosen to not reflect on the values of America or what would actually make a money like writing, writing a, a good TV program that people want to watch. Instead they do, uh, they, they, they carry the message, the, the inclusive message, which really, um, I, again, I have no, nothing against who people sleep with. I don't, I don't, I just don't care. Uh, and I don't think, I, I think most of the people feel that way too. It's when you start presuming to push a message to the point of where, it's sickening. It's sickening. It's just everywhere. And this is now what we see with Disney and other, other corporations. Uh, and the Disney thing, I think I want to talk about a bit because that's what they're pushing right now. And they're, they're not doing well. It's in Star Wars. It's in uh, 
the Avenger series. It's in Marvel. All these things are now woke and they're losing money big. And, and Disney is now laying people off. They're trying to figure out a way to come back. And mm -hmm. I think it's, it's something that's not going to come back from. So never trust a group of people who uh, call pedophiles minor attracted yeah. persons and try to. Judge. Well, there you oh. go. Uh, what you yeah. can trust, though, is Tony's take. Is it that time again? It's, oh, that, wow. time. it's that time. Tony's Yay. take brought to you All right. by Sig Sauer. Never settle. Never settle. You mentioned the Phantom Menace. Jar Jar, good or bad? What's your take? Well, Jar Jar is is good if he's drinking Bud Light and drunk. And that That's entertainment <laughs> there. If he's wandering around all kind of knocking things over, good. Jar Jar, not drunk, but serious, bad. You know, it's all in the delivery of, of his lines and if he's sober or not. So <laughs> I, it's all about the it's all about the, you know, the, the, the state of mind and inebriation for him. I love me some Jar Jar Binks, but let's get to the serious stuff. The United Nations says it wants new emergency powers yeah. uh, to handle pandemics and economic crises. <laughs> Tony, what's your take on that? So um, the U.N. could not handle making sure its members don't get tickets in New York City, let alone the idea that you're going to give them uh, global power that's going to allow them emergency authority over anything beyond uh, essentially going to the delicatessen on, you know, on, the, on the corner of 38th and, uh, and um, Broad and buying a donut. These people cannot be trusted with anything relating to power. So, I mean, That's true. I mean, one small group of people to make decisions for the rest of the world, especially a very small group of people who are just greedy for power and they have no moral compass. Mm, unelected bureaucrats. Unelected yes. bureaucrats. Unelected bureaucrats. Yeah. Any, anybody who'd elect Kurt Voldheim, Kurt Voldheim Jr. as its secretary general, I don't think I'd trust them either. I know, I know it's a new <laughs> generation, but uh, it's not so good now. What was that guy's name? Boutros, Boutros, something? It used to be Boutros, Scali, but apparently because he, he, because he's uh, a diplomat afterwards, he decided to add another Boutros to his name because he had such an ego. Is, Boutros, so Boutros. Do, you, do you get like uh, better seats at like uh, restaurants if you have more Boutroses in your name? Is it Nobody like gets to be mentioned seat? in Seinfeld. Uh, I don't know, but I'll try it. I'll add Boutros to my name and see if. They're like, we don't want to mess with this. Like, you're giving him the best seat in the house. It would have to be Elizabeth. Yeah. You need a, you need a second Elizabeth. So it's Elizabeth Elizabeth Breckenkamp. Breckenkamp. Powers is just to expedite everything in these decisions and and overreach. It makes it that much quicker and easier. That's why here in the state of Hawaii, you know, you know, they don't really want to give up these certain powers, governors or whomever yeah. or whatever. And now we're talking about the UN. Now we got we got the WHO, the World Health Organization, and the CDC handing over our body sovereignty. Um, I mean, it's absolute insanity, and it's going under the radar. So, yeah, right. as at the time of taping, they just this week have uh, Biden finally signed legislation legislation ending the COVID emergency here in the United States, even though it's been over for more than a year. So uh, always the, 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 huh. the, the deep state, whatever you want to call it, the, the administrative state and the left always want power and they will cling to it as long as possible. So the last thing you want is a government governing body, such as the WHO or the UN having any authorities over anything globally because they're going to abuse it. That, that's the one thing. Power corrupts. Mm -hmm. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. So it's and they don't want to get it back. Of course, uh, signing this, uh, signing uh, the end of the COVID emergency does kind of negate Title 42. I'm sure that's where uh, Biden's going here. So that's another uh -oh. thing. 
So right. a, lot of, a lot of attention, Tony, for Tony's takes here, yeah. is a lot of attention is paid to the southern border when it comes to immigration issues. But does anybody really ever talk about the shores like Florida, which has seen an uptick? And we had a big problem some years back in, in uh, northern New York where, where illegals were being snuck through the northern border. Especially through the Mohawk territory, that was a right. long. That was a big deal. I guess it was twenty years ago or something. I'm sure they still. I'm not sure, hundred percent sure how prevalent it is now, but it did happen. And and there are ways to sneak in through the northern border. Of course, no. There's places in North Dakota that you could just. There's just nothing there. You just literally walk out in the middle of nowhere and you cross the border because you know the the, the community. There's communities in the the, the uh, in North Dakota. And some of the northern states where they sit on the border. So, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? And then Florida, to, to that point, Chris, you always have Cubans showing up uh, on boats. I mean, you know, when I was in Key West, it, even without the uh, Mariel boat lift, there's always some some folks trying to get into Florida from other states. And I, they don't it's not as prevalent as it used to be. But of course, there's always going to be that. But it get, but then again, people have figured out just walking across the border is the easiest way to do it. And that is what, that's what they're doing right now in Texas and, and uh, New Mexico and Arizona and, and probably California, too. So, you know, um, uh, my uh, my um, former spouse, he uh, was military police in San Diego. And he told me many, many, many years ago about how he had to watch. He's military police. And he's stationed there and he's watching. He was directed not to do anything as they watched um, illegal immigrants right. waltz on through. He said just a few minutes later, they're going to be right there buying tacos off the street. And I thought, what? This is, I, I mean, I had no idea. And that yeah. was going on, that's been going on for years. Yeah. So ideas for the illegals and everything i'm kind of concerned about where what can they do with these ideas you know they're talking about giving them can they fly i mean where can where can they go and then the other thing about the borders is aside from the borders is our ports and our safety and security with our ports and we've got yep. these containers and there's container missiles that can be remote controlled i mean who knows what is possible and there's a whole host of security threats but these open borders have been left on like just it's porous. It's it's ridiculous. Yep. Tony's take on this one here. If gun control is such a great idea, why is it California has seen the most mass shootings since 2012? And these are probably, they're competing with New York for the strongest gun control states in the union. Right. But you're talking about since 2012. They've seen the most mass shooting. So, I mean, so I'd like to have a really good discussion on this with the team here. First off, to get a gun in California, you have to go through multiple background checks, not one, but I think at least two. And then this, the state itself has to approve what gun you can buy. There's actually an approved list of weapons you can buy. On top of that, there's restrictions regarding a, a quote-unquote assault rifles. So let me be very clear on this for the audience. There is no such thing as assault, assault rifles, assault weapons. That term literally was created by Adolf Hitler when he was mm -hmm. shown the Sturmgewehr 44 which was a which was what was called a storm rifle, an assault rifle. That's it. That is the one item that the Germans and but think about this. This is what the left clings on to. They want to use a term <laughs> literally created by Adolf Hitler mm -hmm. to describe a, a a weapon that they used to defend the 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 Nazi Germany uh, the, the, from the, the West. So 
think about that. The Democrats have mm-hmm. now adopted that as their term for what they're trying to say that we use and we don't. But California is very restrictive. And then there's all sorts of other things which restrict, especially in cities, the ability of people to get guns and have them. So to Chris's point, it's amazing then, based on all of these so-called restrictions, safe, by the way, these are uh, implemented by the left because, quote unquote, they're safe. They're this for your safety. And it's not. Mm-hmm. It's all about control. And all it does is create gun-free zones that creates conditions for things to happen, which uh, people will not be able to respond to. And I don't know what the stats are, and I'm not sure if Chris has it on, off the top of his head. Probably not. Most of the attacks happen in areas where citizens are not armed or are reasonably expected to be mm-hmm. disarmed. And that's why you see so much of this. So you have the, the ultimate brew of evil. You've got uh, restrictions on private citizens, lawful citizens' ownership as it becomes so tough. And you make it really easy for criminals because it's a catch and release. You, you catch mm-hmm. someone, you have virtually no uh, justice. You know, okay, you threaten someone with a gun. So what? Uh, you know, here, don't do it again. And then let them go. So it's, it's, the, it's all cultural, primarily. It has nothing to do with guns. Those of us who follow the law, we're the ones who, who, hurt, who are hurting because of that. Criminals don't follow the law. So right. why would you expect a criminal to go do a background check twice and make sure he, got, he bought an approved uh, weapon by the California you know, legislature? You know, it's like, oh, I can only buy this gun. Right. That, that criminals are not going to follow the law. Those exactly. of us who follow the law are the ones who are hurt by it. So, right. you know, it's like it makes no sense to say this is a gun free zone. Well, great. Now I'm a criminal. I want to go into 7-Eleven because there's a sign that says this is a gun free zone. I want to go in there and just steal as many cigarettes or liquor or whatever yeah. I want. You know, question. It's so crazy. How many criminals do you think actually follow the sign? This, this, if they see the sign, a gun free zone, how many criminals do you think follow that? Oh, absolutely zero. Yeah. Right. People probably right. think the guns are free. Every yeah, exactly. Every time I go to any VA hospital, they always have, you know, a gun-free zone. You're not allowed to bring my your weapon in there, so I have to right. leave mine in my car. I have to lock it up. Yeah. I think it's like, terrifying I, to me because that is the open invitation, and that's where some of these mass shootings take place. I exactly. Mean, exactly. And what stops a criminal is someone, a law-abiding citizen or someone with a gun that's going to stop that criminal. Exactly. Maybe they're not even holding it legally. I don't know. But someone who knows how to use a gun, uh, you know, hopefully they're holding it legally. But someone's got to stop that person with the gun. Somebody's got to stop the person with a knife. Somebody's got to stop that. A baseball bat. Something. Criminal. And uh, I'm not sure, but there's a lot of threat where I live. And I sure wish that it was a little bit... um, easier to get a weapon to protect myself here where I live. But well, that, but Tanya, that's the point. It's like where you live, it's almost impossible to get a weapon except for if you're criminal, then it doesn't matter because it makes it, 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 the the point is law abiding citizens who have the right to exercise their second amendment. It becomes uh, onerous for them to be able to get it. They keep Mm -hmm. getting, so we're in danger and we're in danger for sure. Right. Exactly. We're here talking about it. So I'm glad we have the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, you never hear of shootings at gun shows. Uh, well, you know, gun show? that would no. be a stupid idea. Exactly. It doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah no, no. It, 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 you wouldn't last very long unless you're looking to commit suicide. <laughs> that's another issue altogether. Some of these workers right, yeah. are just looking to put their name no. on something. That's, that's a thing, whole different bird. Right. And the whole idea that guns are evil. It's like guns are technology. It's a piece of metal. It, it's something that can be used for good or evil. It has no, uh, it, no energy or spirit. 
it, it is used by people to do good or bad, depending on who right. you are. And if you have the right to own it, you should do it. Obviously, I, you know, I have six mm -hmm. hour. I'm a big believer in the Second Amendment. I think people should be uh, trained, equipped uh, and responsibly handling their weapons. And, and it should be available to them anytime they need it, no matter who, mm -hmm. who you are. Yes, That's right. Great. So this has been The Hard Truth with Tony Schaefer and uh, our great team, Chris Cardani, Elizabeth Brickenkamp, and Tanya Miller. Uh, we'll be back again next week with some more uh, frivolity and fun. Uh, we are powered by Six Hour Never Settle. Uh, we are on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, also available on the America Out Loud Podcast Network. Check us out on projectcentral.net, linuscenter.org, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Rumble, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We appreciate you all being here. We uh, hope that our show is both in uh, entertaining as well as helping to educate everybody on all the issues a big shout out to my friend our friend sheree curry for the great uh, theme and bumper music uh rock and roll oblivion hopefully we'll have sheree on soon right chris we're going to ask her to come on it will it will happen it will happen so you're all going to hear from sheree herself at some <laughs> point so anyway that's it i look forward to talking to you all again real soon thanks for being here and uh, see you next week